Welcome to Solo Travel Adventures, my sisters. Don't let fear hold you back from traveling alone. I want you to gather your courage, listen to inspiring stories, and learn how to travel solo while safely navigating new places from this show. I'm Cheryl Esch, solo travel advocate and travel coach, and I want you to have a transformative experience when you travel solo. So pack your bags, book your flight, and check one more time for that passport. It's time to explore the world. Hello, sister travelers. Welcome back. So let's talk Paris. I want to talk about Paris because it is fresh in my mind. But not only that, I know a lot of you have that on your list of places you would like to go. And trust me, it is a beautiful city, the city of love, the city of lights. There is so much to do there. Now, outside of all those wonderful um attractions that you might want to see while you're there. For example, of course, the Eiffel Tower. Do not miss that. I don't don't particularly like tourist touristy type of attractions, but you know, even just going to see it in the gardens uh, from a distance, seeing it at night lit up, there is just so much magic there. And there are many other things to see. Of course, if you're into art, you need to go to the Louvre, of course. And there's other things to see that are of significance there, of course. Uh, I'm not going to get into those. Um, There's plenty of resources out there and you can do some of your own research. But I want to share with you some do's and don'ts when you go to Paris, right? This is going to help you when you plan your trip of things not to do and things to do to make it a little more uh, less stressful, streamlined, um, and just um, some things to keep in mind uh, so you uh, can have a wonderful experience in Paris. Okay, so number one, learn from my mistakes, and I'm sure others have learned as well. Um, number one, do not use unknown taxi service from the airport. So what do I mean by that? So let me give you the scenario, the picture. When you land in Paris and you come out, and when you come out, there's a huge crowd of people. There are people on your left-hand side that are going to have signs that are picking up people. They might be shuttle services. They might be hotel services picking up a patron. Then there's a crowd more in front of you or to the right that are going to be hammering you when you come out, asking you if you need a taxi, 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 taxi. And these folks are not necessarily vetted taxi services, okay? These are people that will act like taxi services, all right? So you need to beware. They will not have the taxi sign on top of their car. They will not they may not even have a meter, so to speak, or they might have some sort of make you look like it's a meter, you know, maybe they're using their phone, and then they just make up this erroneous number. And it's always, in my experience, has been almost double what you normally would have paid if you had secured a true taxi service. Okay, so my recommendation, do not get conned or pulled into that. Um, either pre-schedule 
your taxi service. Now, some hotels, depending on where you're staying, actually do provide shuttle service, some for a fee, but it's still nice to have the hotel actually pick you up and take you directly to where you're going, even if you have to pay a little extra, all right? Um, And it's also a safe way, right? You feel comfortable and secure that way, right? You're not getting into a stranger's car. Um, You can also just pre-schedule um, a taxi service and use that uh, to get you to your destination. Okay, so um, do that for sure. Do not get conned in, or you're going to. And also, the other um, little red flag is these so called taxi people at the airport um, only accept cash. All right, and if you're a true taxi service, they do have the ability to take a credit card. Okay, so don't be conned into that. That's your number one do and don't. All right, number two, most of you probably know this already, but you do not want to exchange your currency at the airport, it is always a horrible rate. All right, you're going to lose money by doing that, and they have you, they know they have you, so that's why they can. sort of charge more, so to speak, or give you a a less exchange rate for your money. So what I did, and I actually got a much better rate, is um, locally, we have a currency exchange place here in Dallas that I went to and I exchanged some of my money, not a whole lot. So I wanted to make sure when I arrived in Paris that I had some euros with me just in case um, I might need them, for example, for the taxi or something else like that. Um, or you can do a little research and look at where your hotel is and see if there's a currency exchange place nearby so that once you get to your destination, you don't have to go very far to do an exchange for your currency. Okay. But I do recommend that you, um, get that maybe beforehand, just a little bit, not all of it, um, so that you have some euros in, in hand when you get there. Okay, number three, (laughs) speaking of currency, and excuse me for my voice, I'm just getting over some congestion, some sinus congestion, but number three, do not feel like you are forced to use cash, and what do I mean by that is, uh, particularly in restaurants, if you're going to a sit-down restaurant, now, outside street vendors, um, it is they probably prefer cash. Um, A lot of them now might have that square and they can swipe a card. Um, But cash is probably better for in those situations. But if you're going to go to a sit down restaurant in Paris, I mind you, um, they should accept credit cards. Some will even have the stickers on the door saying what credit cards they take. Um, But do not feel forced to use cash. My situation was, it was my last meal um, there in Paris, and I stopped at a restaurant and sat down, and lovely restaurant, and the guy gave me my bill, and he said cash, and literally, whatever euros I had left, every single euro I had left was to pay for this meal, and I was trying to save some of it, you know, to tip my taxi driver on the way back. Um, just to have a couple euros and stuff on hand. And I was fumbling and I'm like, well, this is all I have. You don't take credit cards. I mean, really don't. And he's like, well, he confessed they prefer cash, but they do take credit cards. So don't feel like your hand is forced 
to pay euros or cash um, when you go to a sit-down restaurant. A lot of them do that, of course, to avoid those fees. I understand that. Um, but if they have the sign on the door, especially that they take, you know, Visa, MasterCard, then they should not be forcing you to pay your bill in cash. Okay. So do ask beforehand if that's, you know, maybe you're getting to the end of your trip and you're like, I'm a little low on euros. Um, then make sure before you go and let them know that, Hey, I plan to pay uh, with a credit card and they're not willing to accept that. Um, then you can find lots of other places to go. Um, and you can look for those stickers on the door as well and point that out to them. If they say cash only, you say, well, I see a sign right there that says you, um, take Visa or MasterCard. Okay. Number four. Um, and this is mostly, I think for Americans is do not assume everyone knows English. Okay. I did run into a few people that, um, towards the end of my trip that did not speak almost no English. Right. So, um, I do recommend and that you would learn some key phrases in French. Obviously, hello, goodbye, um, thank you, you're welcome. Uh, where are the bathrooms? Do you speak English? Is a great phrase to know in French, of course. Um, maybe uh, sort of directions and that kind of stuff. Uh, no, where's the bus stop? Where's the metro station? Those are great phrases to know in French. French. So please learn those phrases. And this just goes for really um, anywhere that you travel. Um, even if you don't know the language, that you could learn some of the phrases. Um, and I did not learn Dutch before I went to Netherlands or um, to Belgium, unfortunately. But I was very fortunate that when I was in those two countries, that um, and that trip was kind of I would say spontaneous and that I hadn't really planned to go there. My original plan was just to be in Paris, but then I extended my trip by myself to those two countries. Um, but both countries were very welcoming. And yes, I did experience many people that spoke great English there. So I did not have an issue. But in France, I will tell you, if you make an attempt to speak their language, they will treat you so much better. They do not care for folks that don't attempt to use their language or to communicate with them. Um, if you give that a try, they are so much nicer. Trust me, I've, I've seen it. I've observed it. Um, so go ahead and learn those phrases and give an attempt to, to speak French um, even though you might fumble, eventually you might be speaking in English to that server um, by the end of the meal. But starting it out with some French, letting them know you, you respect them. They like that. All right. Number five, do not be afraid to use the extensive, wonderful transportation system in Paris. For example, the bus, the metro, the RER. Okay. These are great sources of getting around the city. Now, we made the mistake our first day and did not use any of the uh, transportation system and we walked. And I will tell you, I, I believe that day we walked about 25,000 steps. Oh my gosh. 
my legs were killing me my feet were hurting okay so um don't be afraid it is safe ladies it is safe um even uh we met up with a parisian well she's a french friend of ours that even when we were in the 18th arrondissement and we were walking to moulin rouge now i will tell you that area is kind of known as their red light district uh, that whole street where moulin rouge is she assured us and we even walked at night at like 11 10 30 11 o'clock at night i think it was 10 30 she goes it is safe i felt completely safe as well walking um but um the extensive transportation system everybody uses and it's wonderful you can buy a pass um you can buy a, a card that you can add on you know trips on that card um when we bought our card we got like 10 trips and um that actually was probably just enough for our stay there because you can use it for the bus and the metro and even uh the rer does sometimes require extra um because it's a little more expensive and then speaking of the rer um, if you are landing back to number one if you're landing in the airport and you want to use um the train system it is so simple you don't you want to avoid the taxi issue at all use the rer uh, B actually is the line that will take you from Charles de Gaulle Airport directly into Paris, right? It dropped me off right at Notre Dame. There's a couple other stops that you could get off at. And it was so simple. I think it was like, um, it was $11, 11 euros um, to do that. Um, but then that's so much cheaper than $70 for a taxi, right? So I was able to get right into where I needed to be. Um, so the bus, the metro. Now, to use that system and to understand it, because it is extensive, I will tell you, you do want to download some Paris transportation apps, okay? Now, Bonjour RATP wrapped is very helpful. It gives you, uh, helps with directions and what bus and metro to use. A similar app that I used while I was there was called Metro Paris. Now the Android version I think is called Paris Metro. Okay, it's flipped. One is red and one, the red one is the Android one, Paris Metro. And then the Metro Paris is uh, a blue and white, I believe. But what I loved about these apps is, let's say you were standing somewhere, um, and you needed to get to a certain landmark, possibly. Um, you could, in the Bonjour wrap, you could put that in. It would tell you what lines to take. Um, the Metro Paris shows all the different lines and different colors and where they go. And what those lines, there's um, different colored lines so you can know. And the stops along the way, too. Now, in addition to those apps, what I found so beneficial was if you're planning to use your data on your phone and you have your GPS enabled, this was a lifesaver, folks. A combination of using my GPS and the Metro Paris app, I would first, it would show me where I am. I would put in where I wanted to go. And then in your GPS map, now this is Apple Maps, 
I, it would tell you, it tells you how to go usually from driving, right? You can change that to walking, but you could also change that to trans transit. And when you change it to transit, your maps will tell you which metro lines to use. It actually, you know, it takes it um, step by step, like take the yellow line or line two to line six and get off and then go here. And it was so beneficial because a lot of times you did have to change trains to get to where you were going. And so a combination of my GPS showing me which lines I had to take, which metro lines, and the Metro Paris app, I was able to really visually understand and get to um, our destinations. So definitely do not be afraid to use the train and bus system. And then definitely download those apps so that you can get around a whole lot easier, folks. So sisters, I hope all this information as you are preparing or maybe planning a trip to Paris is beneficial and it's going to give you some resources. You're going to feel like you are so equipped in your travels to Paris um, that you're going to just enjoy your time. You're going to have so much fun. And as I said before, there is so much to see in Paris, ladies. And take some time. I will recommend, um, don't try to, you know, cram it all into one day. Uh, really savor the time and honor your body as well. I will say, I think part of my um, congestion and sickness was that we just really, and even when I was by myself at the end, just going, going, going. You know, when we travel, we are just on the go all the time. And I really believe, and when I travel with my son, we automatically uh, put in little times where we can uh, regroup or take a nap, right? I know you don't want to miss anything in Paris because there is so much to see. But you will miss more if you're too tired and maybe even get sick in the process. So make sure you're honoring your body. You're taking that time to uh, just absorb it all. Um, It's not to be rushed. It is just an amazing city. I have to be truthful. I have fallen in love with Paris. I can honestly say when I went, when I was in my 20s, I was not terribly impressed with Paris. Um, I think some of it was that as a backpacker with very limited funds, there was limited um, availability to experience the city like I think it should be. And going back as a mature woman um, and having the resources to now really truly experience Paris for what it is, um, I would have to say I did. I fell in love with Paris and I hope you do too as you plan and maybe add it to your bucket list if it's not there. It is a wonderful city with so much to see and I hope you can utilize these five do's and don'ts for yourself um, as you prepare for that trip. And remember, sisters, let's be bold, be fearless, get out there and have an adventure. Hey, sister travelers, did this podcast inspire and encourage you? 
or move you to get out there and travel? Wonderful. There are three ways you can thank me. First one is leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcast. Two, share the show with your sister travelers, your friends, your family. And three, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And thank you again for listening to the show. Sisters, be fearless, take the leap, and get out there and have an adventure.